1: Ask me
2: that Yeah. Why? It's never,
1: ever long enough. Not long
2: enough.
3: Oh, I could use a few more hours sleep. Ah, uh, tough luck. Work, work, work. Waits for
0: no one. So, are you ready to rock? Uh,
3: uh, yes. I'm. Are, are you kidding? Absolutely. Are you? Yes. Let's do this. All right.
1: Producers. Oh, Gary. Merry
0: Christmas. You better ready to do some kissing. Wax on. Flax off.
5: I hear there's rumors on the uh, internets.
6: Oh, boy. I've never gotten a package this big. I've always wanted
3: to have a huge package.
5: What? We're going to do this without strippers? God, here we go again.
1: R.W.R.C.
7: Due to some sexual content, parental discretion is advised.
8: Good morning and welcome to RWRC Radio, live in the Unicobank Studios, right here on 95.3 The Ticket, AM 970, Ritter Communications Tube Town Channel 21, and of course, the Facebook Live, and streaming audio at RedWolfRollCall.com. And the TuneIn Radio app. It is a lovely, 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 my jam Monday. And I uh, hope everybody enjoyed the weekend. I hope you are uh, surviving the morning. Uh, it is definitely, uh, it is definitely a Monday for me. I ain't gonna lie. I'm kind of dragging today. Kind of dragging, but uh, but that's all right. That's all right, though. Uh, we'll uh, make it through here together. But uh, anyway, with it being a My Jam Monday, what do you need to get you going? What song do you need to hear? Of course, uh, I kicked off this party with, uh, well, now the late, great Eddie Money.
9: I met him once in a, in a hotel in Charlotte. Rode the elevator with him. He had two bodyguards.
8: Did he have two tickets? Uh, yes, he as did. As well?
9: And believe it or not, he was shorter than I was. No. Yes. Really? Yes.
8: I didn't think that was possible.
9: (laughs) Someone out there that's shorter than me.
8: Wow. That's interesting. Interesting. But uh, anyway, whatever you need to get you going, hit us up. Uh, It is a My Jam Monday. You can reach us back in action. Hotline 870-330-0927. MC Express, text line 870-372-RWRC at a 7972. And, of course, as always, you can reach us all across that bright and very shiny, freshly vacuumed Rhino Car Wash social media sideline, Twitter, Instagram, and the Facebook on this lovely, lovely My Jam Monday. Well, I tell you what. Hmm. The the trip to Athens was... uh, that's the best way I can say it. You've been to Athens. Well, you know, here's the deal, man. Um, you know, obviously I've I've said since before the season I felt like Georgia was the best team in the country and I still believe they're the best team in the country after this weekend. Uh, a lot of size, a lot of speed, even more so than a year ago with Bama. Um, But just the atmosphere and how awesome all the fans were, you know, everybody that was there. I'll say this. I've been to other places where I've had some kind of run-in of some kind. Yeah. Tennessee. (laughs) Not one. Not one uh, at Georgia. Right. Everybody was awesome. Everybody was helpful. Because I will tell you that where they have media parking Mm. is a little bit of a challenge Mm. because you pull up right beside it And, like, if you're watching me here on Facebook Live or Ritter Communications, you look and you go, oh, right there's Mark Parker lot." And then the the guy comes to my window and he says, hey, man, uh, you got to go back down that way and turn left on River Road and it'll come up from behind this. Yeah, well, there is no River Road just down that way. Mm. You have to go way back turn left on College Station, take College Station to River Road, and you come in through the back way of campus by a railroad track. Ah. But it's right there. It's right there off this road. It's did, right there. Did you
9: have to cross said railroad track?
8: No, it's the directions say turn left right before the railroad track. And the
9: reason I asked because it never fails when you got to go across a railroad track and you're trying to get somewhere, and guess what? The gates come down. Oh, it's a train.
8: It was uh, it was a little weird to get to. So I I ended up getting to the game later than I wanted to, but I was still early enough. Um, but uh, outside of that, that was it. You know, obviously four lane highway in and out of Athens, and that's a lot of traffic. So traffic was maybe the theme of the week for mm-hmm. me. Uh, of course, Atlanta traffic's never fun. Some of the worst in the country, if not the worst in the country. Um, but you know, we'll, we'll talk about the game, uh, 55 to nothing was the score. Um, the, the weirdest thing that I took away from this game was Arkansas state did not play that bad. Mm-mm. Like the score is 55 to nothing, but they didn't play that bad. Didn't make just a ton of mistakes. You know, I would say the biggest problem was missed tackles, yeah. you know, but outside of that, they're just that good. Well, we were talking, you know, before the show,
9: and I'm watching it on TV now, and and I always tell people, you know, they say, well, I watched it on TV. That's what I saw. Well, no, when you watch it on TV, you're only seeing what's inside the shot in that box, okay? There's a lot of other stuff that's going on on the field that you don't see. Now, last year when I was at Alabama, you know, I had to sit up in the press box. So I'm seeing the whole field. I'm up high. And so I'm watching the entire game and watching what else is going on, uh, besides what's going on on the, on that play, and and I said last year that you know at that point in time, Alabama was one of the best teams that I saw, and the team speed was 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 out of this
8: world. But what I saw Saturday,
9: watching it turned
8: out they were only the second best team. Yeah, last year. Oh, sorry.
9: <laughs> yeah, but what I saw on the box, as we say. Uh, on ESPN two on, on Saturday, uh, from my vantage point, was the team speed and the size of Georgia was unbelievable.
8: Well, the reason, uh, Alo says, Chicago traffic? Question mark, bro. I've driven in Chicago traffic numerous times. I have too. He said, Oh wait, you Ubered? No, I, I have driven. See, that's what he doesn't understand. Is it, I drove to it's, Chicago it's,
9: before you? You say something. Get your facts straight.
8: It, it, it is Chicago traffic is bad. It is bad, but I'm going to tell you right now, it's not as bad as Atlanta. It, it's not.
9: Well, you and I have driven in L.A. traffic. We both driven in, in Atlanta traffic. I mean, we, I mean, I mean, uh, uh, you know, we just start naming off places, and, and then just myself, I've li- I've driven in Chicago traffic, and, and, and-
8: Chicago traffic is bad. Now, I, I will say maybe the worst traffic I've seen downtown New York City. Yeah, and that's just because you have nowhere to go. Right. I mean, it it may be the worst, but as far as traveling through cities, Atlanta is the worst. It's the worst. (laughs) I'm I'm telling you. I'll put it like this. I went out at 10 o'clock at night, Mm -hmm. 10 o'clock at night, and um, it was still bad. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it was still bad at 10 o'clock at night. Well,
9: no, no, I mean, you know, the thing is, is uh, this weekend we went visit visit my significant other's sister who now lives in Asheville. But she used to live in Atlanta, but on the other side of Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, you you get to Atlanta, you're thinking like, well, we're almost to her house. But traffic is so bad. We're still, Mm -hmm. it takes an hour, hour and a half to get across Atlanta to her house on the east side of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. That's how bad the traffic
8: yeah, is. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough. Um, and, you know, of course, the airport, I think, is still considered the busiest airport in the U.S. It's
9: one of the busiest ones. Um, I, I think between it and O'Hara. It and, was, it was uh, pretty rough.
8: Yeah. It's pretty rough. But, uh, nonetheless, but we'll talk about this matchup and uh, this loss with Georgia. drops Arkansas State to 1-2. and two. Uh, Obviously got Southern Illinois coming in this weekend. And... Uh,
9: Aaron Brodell's already piped in on you.
8: Aaron Brodell has? Yeah,
9: about what Notre Dame's going to do to Georgia
8: next week. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Uh, You know what, Aaron Brodell? i tell you what, brother. Get creative. Get creative. And let's talk. Because I'm going to tell you. I can't wait to see what, it, all, what what Georgia does to them golden Dogs in got, Athens.
9: All I got to say is Notre Dame better bring their A game.
8: Well, they can bring their A, B, C, D, and E game, and it ain't going to matter. Georgia's going to obliterate Notre Dame. Yeah. They're going to obliterate them. Uh, I'm sorry. Georgia's not New Mexico, brother. <laughs> They're not New Mexico, so uh, enjoy that. And besides that, Notre Dame doesn't even go to Atlanta. Notre Dame goes straight into Athens. Right. So, just telling you... He says we will see. Come on, get creative. Get creative. It don't even have to be monetary, brother. Come up with a bet, and uh, I'll take it.
9: Place your bets. Place
8: your bets. I'll take it right now. I'll take it right now.
9: Uh, Just call me, and uh, I'll write everything down. I'll I'll be the bookie here.
8: But uh, College Game Day is in Athens this weekend. Yep. And uh, it's uh, the first time ever that Notre Dame has been between the edges. So uh, that is going to be uh, a fun one. Uh, Without a shadow of a doubt. That's going to be a fun one. But uh, we, of course, will have your Calmer Solutions Hot Topic of the Day. We will have uh, Damn Man Really brought to you by Stadium Auto Body. We'll have By the Numbers brought to you by United Pawn Brokers of Jonesboro. And, of course, Five Random Facts on this Monday brought to you by Orville's Men's Store. Shop Orville's. Show off your stash. All right, Walls, let's get ready to get into this awful... (laughs) Well, Awful. listen,
9: let, let me brighten your day.
8: Oh, God! Now, when,
9: when you lay your head down on the pillow. Please,
8: next- please do not t- toy with my emotions because <laughs> I'm not in the mood.
9: When you lay your head on the pillow next Sunday night and you go nighty night. When you Next Sunday or this Sunday? This Sunday. I meant this Sunday. Oh, okay. okay. But when you go nighty night and when you wake up Monday morning, guess what it will be? The first day of fall. That doesn't matter. It ain't going to matter because it's still going to be hot. I mean, I have looked at several extended forecasts. Whew, man. Summer won't let go. Well,
8: I know chief meteorologist Ryan Vaughn, he tweeted out yesterday. as one of the ugliest tweets I've ever seen on Twitter (laughs) when he said that basically... This September will be record-breaking, record-breaking heat.
9: Well, I was going to say, don't take the water out of the pools or anything like that. Because swimming, swimming season is still here, folks.
8: God, so gross. Or the man. river,
9: or the lake, or whatever. Because it is just—I mean, I'm—I'm. I'm, oh, I—I I, I mean, I'm tired of watering my garden. Okay. Uh. Because you know, by this time of year, you're thinking, okay, you know, it's going to cool off and everything. But, uh, but yeah, I, I've still got to
8: water the garden because
9: it's so damn hot and dry.
8: Yeah. And don't they know we like it cool and moist? <laughs> yes. Uh, let's see. Uh, our man Zach chimes in on the MC Express text line. He said, my dad has said the same thing about Atlanta traffic. And he said Atlanta may be the busiest airport in the U.S. too. My dad saw Hulk Hogan, King Griffey Sr. and Jr. when he was just a kid uh, and the one-man gang at the Atlanta airport. It, it is extraordinary. Extremely, extremely, uh, extremely busy. Well, uh,
9: all, all I got to say, if uh, you ever come into the A concourse and you got to go out on the D concourse, and the trolley is broken down, hmm. try walking that.
8: Yeah. Well, let me just tell you what it's like getting a rental car and returning it. <laughs> uh, the wild out Southern Boy chimes in. He says, "Place your bets, homies. Hundred-dollar bills are accepted." All righty. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. (laughs) I'm not reading that one right yet. (laughs) Uh, All right. Let's get into your game day forecast. And, of course, it's always followed up by all that other stuff. Here you go, (laughs)
5: Walsh.
9: All I can say, folks, is it's going to be hot. (laughs) Damn hot. It's going to be hot. Damn hot. I mean, I mean, listen, folks. All week long, till the sweat drop down my (laughs) yeah. I mean, it's gonna be hot. The triple H will be in effect. I mean, the heat, the humidity, the heat index. I mean, we're talking heat indexes around 105 to 110.
8: Oh, that's nothing. It was 108 in Vegas.
9: Uh, and I have a note here I wrote down. Underachievers. I had a note I wrote down here. No relief in sight. (laughs) There's not. I mean, I. I mean, this is stuff is sticking around. Yeah, for, a while. for
8: all of you uh, wise people out there that say, "I love summer. I love summer. Bring it on. Change Kiss. your tune now. Kiss it. <laughs> Change your tune now. Because I'm sick of
9: this. You know Because I don't like winter, but I'm sick of this. Yeah. I guess y'all
8: are into musty armpits too. Yeah.
9: But uh, also keep an eye on the tropics, Humberto.
8: Humberto. <laughs> Is that for real? Is that real? Yeah. Hurricane Humberto? Um,
9: Humberto. It's Humberto. Humberto. Okay. All right. In the kitty, day. Man, they're reaching deep down in the names, ain't they? In the kitty day, we're going to just talk some A-State women's golf, men's golf, soccer, and volleyball. Speaking of Eddie Money passing away, you're not a big Cars fan, but Rick Ocasek passed away also. He
8: did. I was going to actually mention that, and I'm not a fan, but uh, I know that Coach Gus Malzahn is a huge Cars fan. Yeah.
9: Uh, also, how many of y'all remember playing with Stretch Armstrong?
8: Uh, I do. I do.
9: It hit the shelves on this date back in
8: 1973. Oh, wow. Yeah. Thought I'd
9: throw out there. All right. On all I felt things.
8: like Stretch Armstrong a time or two. Uh, on this date, Quit pulling on that.
9: <laughs> yeah. Don't yank so hard. Damn.
1: <laughs>
9: uh, on this date, 1965. I mean, this guy was so cool. He would just show up. When they taped the show, and he just read off the cue cards. He had a he had a scotch and a soda in one hand and a cigarette in the other. The Dean Martin show debuted on NBC on this date, nineteen sixty five. Ah, uh, he never rehearsed.
8: Uh, by the way, uh, news coming out of the NFL. Yeah, a couple things. Yeah, uh, one. Drew Brees likely out for six weeks. That. That's one. Uh, but a second woman has appeared with allegations against. Antonio Brown. Dun, dun, dun. So, uh, Oh, also
9: there's there's been a revision on the Saints schedule for the rest of this season. Apparently, Jeez. apparently they're playing against the referees all <laughs> this
8: Unbelievable, yeah. man. Absolutely unbelievable.
9: On this date 1968, the Andy Griffith show, not Griffin, but Griffith show aired for the last time on CBS. 1979, Joel the Sugar Hill Gang, rappers delight. Was released on this date.
8: We're gonna teach you that song. I want. I want, I want to see if you can pull oh, that oh, off. Ari, no you, you can pull it off. A Hip hop. A hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> don't stop. I just didn't think you could do it because it has H's in it. <laughs>
9: 1981. Two shows debuted
8: on TV. Hip. Ip, Ip, Ip to the hip. and you one, Don't stop.
9: One was Entertainment Tonight. The other one was the People's Court with Judge Wapner. Okay. I,
8: I used to watch people score.
9: I, I don't understand this, but but Bane Bonner <laughs> always said, I, you know, that Doug Llewellyn has really nice hair.
8: Well, and he says it's it's even nice to run your fingers through. <laughs> the
9: the original bad boys. Matter of fact, one of them had a gator on his boat named Elvis. 1984, Miami Vice debuted on NBC.
8: Hmm, Miami Vice, good show. Uh, uh, of course, yeah. when you try to watch it now, you're like, hmm. Yeah,
9: 1986 on this date, L.A. Law debuted on NBC, and finally on this date, 1987, Tiffany released her self debut album. It had two number ones.
8: Uh, uh, yes,
9: and uh, she said, "Take that, Deborah Gibson."
8: Listen, Tiffany don't want none of Deborah Gibson. I promise you right now, she don't want none of Deborah Gibson. Cause uh, Debbie Gibson any day over Tiffany in regards to the music world.
9: Well, later on, they both w- were uh, they were into in photography, into f- photography. Later on in their life, listen,
8: they had to get into their artistic side. There's nothing wrong with that.
0: Yeah,
8: I'm gonna tell you all, and Lord help anybody that ever did this, because I might smack them right in the face. But if somebody approached you and offered you nice amount of money to pose. I I think you wouldn't think twice. You're like, oh, you can hang on to that million. Just give me about fifteen chicken wings and a few beers, and I'm in. And a white bear rug. Yes, and uh, yeah, just a, a little you, vodka on the rocks. Can
9: you imagine me sprawled out on a white bear? Rug? I don't want to.
8: I don't. It's Monday. I don't. I don't want to think about anything like that. That's
9: and throw pillows. Catch me on a Thursday. And throw pillows strategically placed. <laughs>
8: Bro, you don't need pillows. Come on, man. You don't need pillows. You gonna need like one of them little old neck rolls or something. <laughs> Come on, man. You gonna need big pillows. Nah, man. No. Nah. <laughs> old doorstop Jackson over here. Oh, jeez. It's Monday, man. I have got a freaking crazy headache.
9: Oh, I do too. I mean,
8: <sighs> I don't know what's wrong, but I think. Well, I will say this. I got the Mondays. I
9: will say this. Uh, My significant... (laughs) Holy (laughs) holy hell, (laughs) he can't... I'm I'm still laughing about... My damn hooked on phonics over here. (laughs) i still got the image of the the bear rug in my... Okay, I got to get it out. Okay, all right. The bear rug's gone. Okay, so uh, my significant (laughs) other. uh, She drives like you, which is is fine with me, (laughs) you know. And uh, so... uh, an eight-hour trip over to Asheville and back turned into, let's see, about a thirteen-hour trip over there and about a twelve-hour trip back. Ugh.
8: Oh. Yeah, that's not fun.
9: It's and not fun, I, and I am worn out.
8: Well, car troubles will do that to you. I'll definitely but, do at, that. But
9: Asheville, Asheville was fun. I enjoyed it. I, I mean, I've been there many times, but it was it was a really good weekend
8: uh, up in Asheville. <laughs> uh alo chimes in on the mc express text line he says after this weekend i'm glad the next uh i'm glad the next soccer game i'll ref won't be until february when it's 30 something and i can put on more damn clothes and it's not 1000 degrees with a thousand degrees humidity and he said dude my pancakes are about to come up y'all keep talking about walls in a damn bear well he ain't got a lot of room to talk either so uh let's see Ah, and uh, our, our great friend Bain is listening <laughs> right now. He said, I've made it big time when Walls talks about me. And he, he sent a few emojis to us.
9: Doug Llewellyn. Yeah, uh, Hey, you
8: talking about Atlanta traffic
9: and you know, everybody going to. I
8: want to kiss you all over. Oh, God, I don't
9: know where that came from. But you're talking about you know everyone going to Athens. Well, Friday afternoon, Knoxville, guess what we had to deal with.
8: Oh, yeah. Traffic, traffic. Nothing
9: sucks like a big orange.
8: <laughs> well, that traffic is going to get thinner and thinner. Don't you worry as the season goes on for Tennessee. Oh,
9: no, no, no. I, I dealt. you know, we've done this before. We had to deal with Tennessee fans. Yeah, I had to deal with Tennessee fans there in Crossville, sitting there waiting there at the garage. They were telling me how good they were. I, oh, goodness. I, and I'm sitting there going, uh huh, yeah. Yeah. Tell, me, yeah. tell me about it.
8: Yeah. Georgia State, say something else. As Georgia State got blown out by Western Michigan, yeah. So uh, say what you want, Citadel. <laughs> oh
9: God,
8: Citadel strikes again. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, it just so happened. Well, with me being in Atlanta, that's all that was on the radio. It
9: just so happens uh, the uh, the the house that we were staying at, one of them uh, was a graduate of Georgia Tech, and
8: she was not very happy. Mm mm No good. All right, ten twenty-five. We will hit break number one when we come back. We'll get into today's Calmer Solutions hot topic of the day. Some more Eddie Money by request for our man Zach. This segment has been brought to you by the official barber of Red Wolf Roll Call Radio, Ace of Blades. Ace of Blades now in their brand new location, 3227 East Matthews Avenue right here in Jonesboro. Barber Toby Stoker specializes in men's and boys' haircuts. Open Tuesday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. and by appointment only on Saturdays.
6: Breaks out of attack on inside the 35-30. Marcel Murray's going to take it to the house.
3: Hey, Red Wolves fans. We're excited to see you pack Centennial Bank Stadium for six A-State football games this fall with activities for the entire family you're sure to create memories to last a lifetime.
6: Over the middle, and Jerry Jacobs makes a fantastic pick.
3: Reserve your seats today. Visit astateredwolves.com slash tickets or call 870-972-2781-WOLVES.
0: I was having severe headaches. I had been to medical doctors. I had been to the emergency room. All they were doing was giving me pain medication. I would
2: or shop online at orvilsms.com like us on facebook and follow orvils on instagram
8: By now two things that you have invested in is your house and your automobile you take pride in your home you keep it clean mow the yard you know the general maintenance stuff why don't you show the same love for your automobile at Rhino Car Wash.
2: Got
8: an opinion? Or maybe you just want to say, hey, how you doing? Hit us up all across the Rhino Car Wash social media sideline on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Rhino Car Wash, home of the unlimited car wash, monthly memberships, and the best free vacuums in town. Welcome back, WRC Radio, we're live here in the Unico Bank Studios, right here on 95.3 The Ticket, AM 970, of course, Ritter Communications Tube Town Channel, 21, and uh, of course, uh, the Facebook Live, streaming audio at RedWolfRollCall.com, and... You can also get us on the TuneIn Radio app. Just search RWRC Radio and you are good to go. Back in action hotline, 870 330 0927. MC Express text line, 870 372 RWRC at 7972. And of course, as always, you can reach us all across that bright and very, very shiny, freshly vacuumed Rhino Car Wash social media sideline, Twitter, Instagram, and the Facebook. On this lovely, lovely My Jam Monday. Uh, It's 1033. Let's get ready to get into today's Calmer Solutions Hot Topic of the Day. Time now for the Calmer Solutions Hot Topic of the Day. All righty, your Calmer Solutions hot topic of the day today on this lovely, lovely My Jam Monday. Goes a little something like this If the college football playoff were to start today, which four teams would you have in? Mm. Uh, let's see. Alo chiming in on our Rhino Car Wash social media sideline on Twitter it says Bama, Georgia, Clemson and Oklahoma. Okay. That's your top four
9: already in the
8: coaches' poll in the top uh, five. that would be hard to dispute. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Andy Adams chimes in over on Facebook. Georgia, Bama, Oklahoma, and UCF. They're at number 15. Says just saying. Well, they dismantled Stanford.
9: Funny, because if you look at this piece of paper I wrote down, I have kind of like, here's some dark horses to keep an eye on. Mm-hmm. And UCF, they're at number 15. Can they break that barrier?
8: Well, I think everybody, what everybody has said has been, Walls has been, well, you you got to do it over time. Yeah. Like, you got to consistently keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And – um I think UCF has proven to be like, say, a Boise State at this mm-hmm. point. You know, um, they dismantled Stanford. Yeah. You know, whether well, right, wrong, or indifferent, whatever you want to think about Stanford, they beat the brakes off of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't leave any any doubt there. So, um, that's that one's interesting. My man David Carnes, Georgia, Bama, Clemson, Oklahoma. Okay. Uh, Jess Lowe, Georgia, Clemson, Ohio State – in Oklahoma. Um, and, and I'll say this. I'm not going to say that anybody's wrong on this because we're talking about after after two weeks. Right. You know, technically three weeks, but after two games, how about we go there? Well, you know, a- after three games, excuse yeah. me. Um, Scott Saunders chimes in. He says, Georgia, 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 and Georgia. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll – I wrote this down
9: during the break, I, I, you know, like I said, you know, Clemson, Georgia, Bama, Oklahoma. Um, and then out there on circling around is even though they lost, they're two and one, Texas A&M. Okay. Okay. Because now, but now keep in mind, A&M gets a crack at Alabama. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if, if they run the goal and they beat LSU and Auburn, this, and whatever, you know, you're going to have to really look at them really hard. Now, another team that's out there, and he, and, and he you know, he's just kind of sitting there like, oh, Chuck's G, I don't know. But, oh, Gus, Auburn's sitting at 3-0. and mm-hmm. So, that's what I'm saying is is you got some teams there that, if they take care of business, they could easily put themselves in that position you know, to, to make the playoffs. Especially, you know, if, if they can take care of A&M.
8: Well, according to the AP, three of the top four are from the SEC. Right. Okay, so what we know is that's going to clean itself out. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it just is. Uh, in the coaches poll, it's three of the top five. Mm-hmm. Uh, the coaches poll has Clemson one, Bama two, Georgia three, Oklahoma four, and LSU five. Mm-hmm. Um. You know that—that's what I have to look at when I start to evaluate my top four. And it is possible, of course, to get two teams from a conference in. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Um, you look at Clemson Walls, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure that they are going to be. I'm not sure that they're going to be challenged. With that remaining schedule. Right. I mean, seriously. Okay, so they play Charlotte. They play Charlotte next. Mm-hmm. Okay. When? They play at North Carolina. And as well as Matt has those guys playing, it ain't happening. Mm. Florida State, do I need to say anything? Right. Right. I mean, Willie Taggart might be fired by then. Right. Uh, at Louisville. It could be a trap game, but I don't see it. Could be, but nah. Boston College, who just got throttled by Kansas. Mm-hmm. Who, by the way, lost to Coastal Carolina. Yeah. Uh, Wofford. who Sends chills down your spine. At NC State, probably not. Mm-hmm. Wake Forest, mm And then the last game of the year is a rivalry game. So rivalry games, you never know. Right, but at South Carolina, I just don't see it. I, I just i I think that Clemson is going to get back in the college football playoff by default. So I think you have to have them in. <clears throat> I think you have to have Clemson in. Yeah. Well, what are because th- they're not going to lose a game,
9: right? One other thing I was going to add to what I was going to. Uh, I was talking about a while ago. Now there's one team there,
8: and and, and I want to say this: Wallace, yeah. Clemson isn't near as good as they were a year ago. No, I don't think so either.
9: Now one team sitting there. If they just take care of business, uh, you know, you know, depending on what poll you're looking at, you know, in, in the AP, you got LSU at number four, and the coaches poll, you got you got uh, LSU at five. If LSU <clears> just take <throat> care of business, and somebody ahead of them loses, or they just have a really bad game. LSU could be a player in that.
8: LSU defensively and with the team speed that they have, I think are a threat. Yeah. I think that they're a threat. I still believe that I have Texas as a dark horse, even though they lost to LSU well, now, to start the year. <clears throat> but that that Red River that Red River shootout oh, or it's, oh, yeah. it's gonna mean a rivalry or whatever they want to call gonna it gonna these days. Red River pillow fight because yeah. you're not allowed to say shootout. I don't even know what the hell to call it anymore. But That game is going to be huge in the grand scheme of things because I think the winner of that could very well find themselves in the college football playoff. But I was going to
9: say, right now just kind of looking at two dark horses, one was UCF, you know, can they break the barrier? Fair enough. But where they're at right now, I mean, you know, if they keep winning, they could move up. Now, a lot of people don't give a lot of love for the Pac-12. But right now, I watched a few highlights of this team the other night. Utah. Number 10.
8: Utah's very good defensively as well. Um, mm, I'm just going to be honest. I'm going to have a
9: hard time putting a Pac-12 team in. But that's the thing. It's hard to put a Pac-12 team in there because it's just.
8: But I'm going to say this, Walls. I can almost look at Clemson not in the same light but close to it because I believe that the ACC is down. Oh, yeah. I think this is maybe, arguably, the worst season for the ACC in at least the last five years. Do you agree? It's Clemson and everybody else. Oh, to me, Clemson has a cakewalk. Yeah. To the college football playoff.
9: It just take care of business.
8: They, they should. If they're not in there, then there needs to be an investigation because the ACC is not good this year. It's not good. I'm sorry. Prove me wrong. Please show me something that, that says I'm wrong about this because I, I don't think that I am. We have uh a We're lot loaded of up. we have a lot of phone calls on here, so let's uh, head in order. Let's head there now. What up?
10: What's going on guys?
8: Sweet Tater, how's life treating you, buddy?
10: <laughs> well
8: hot right now. Oh yes.
10: Um I, I was you know, I didn't get to watch the game Saturday. Oh, I got to watch some of it, but I was headed back from the hills because I was getting my deer hunting stuff ready. So, but anyway, I mean, I understand that George is just that good. But was we just not able to move the ball very well on him or something? Is that why we wasn't able to score any points?
8: Actually, we we were able to move the football, just not able to finish the deal. Um but i'm I'm going to tell you, and that was my my biggest concern for Georgia coming into this matchup was their defense. That was my concern uh, because they they have a lot of size and a lot of speed, a lot of speed on that defense, and so that was that was really my biggest concern, but there, Mark, I'm going to tell you it was it was a weird thing for me sitting in that post game there at uh, Sanford Stadium and just thinking to myself, man. We really didn't play that bad. And yet it's 55 to nothing. I mean, didn't make a lot of mistakes. The only turnover came late, Lane Hatcher uh threw in his own coverage in the end zone which you don't do. Um but that was the only turnover. I mean I mean you would think getting beat 55 to nothing, you'd look up and it'd be a a 30 0 4 to 1, 3 to 1 type turnover ratio. It wasn't. Like, there was, there was no mistakes in regards to that. You know, tackling was really bad. Tackling was, was, was really bad. That was something that I think was a glaring issue. But they were really, really good. I had them as the best team in the country to start the season. And, and all they did was prove to me that, yeah, they are that good. I mean, they, they, uh, they moved the ball at will. But also, you know, a lot of that had to do with having to send that that defense back on the field uh, because you're not sustaining having long sustaining drives with with the offense.
10: Well, uh, one thing, you know, it, it stinks that we lost Jacobs for the year. Uh, but maybe it's one of those things where he can get a medical, you know, whether it's a red shirt or whatever, and be able to play again for us next year.
8: He's coming. He'll uh, he'll be coming back. He'll he'll get a medical. Okay. He'll get a medical.
10: Um, but I want to move on to the NFL and I'm not a big NFL guy anymore for some reason, but,
8: well, it's because you're a Steelers me, fan and I understand that.
10: Well, I mean, you know, they they'll, they'll, they'll bounce back. It'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> but Anyway, my question to y'all is, and I'm, I think y'all watch a lot more NFL than I do. Is it me or is it? the the refs throwing a bunch of flags this year.
8: Uh I would say they are, but I would also say they're missing a lot too. Well, the reason I'm saying that is cuz I was watching the
10: Saints and Rams game yesterday. Uh-huh. And it seemed like every other play there was a flag. And one of the biggest or the dumbest flags that I think he can throw is that blind blocking penalty or whatever. That has got to be the dumbest thing. They might as well just take the shoulder pads off and just let them play two hand tag or something. It's getting ridiculous.
8: Well and you know, once again the officials blow a huge call yesterday against the Saints in a game versus the Rams. Uh that negates a touchdown for the Saints. And it clearly was a touchdown. It clearly was a fumble, but they blew it dead and you're not supposed to do that as an official. You're supposed to let a play play out, and then you can go back and you can review it, but you have to let it finish up. And they didn't, and it took away another touchdown uh, away from the Saints. And, you know, at some point in time, you know, I'm sorry from the league office is, is not good enough uh, for the Saints, you know. And then it was bad enough, and then they lose Drew Brees, who looks to be out six weeks. You know, changed the dynamic of that game big time uh, at that point. And uh, but yeah, there there have been a lot of flags. I agree with that.
10: Well, I mean, I like I said, I, I'm not a Saints fan. I'm not a Rams fan. But when I seen that play happen that you was just talking about, I was like, "Yep, they just got screwed."
8: Oh, but now tough. do
10: I think that you know? I don't think that would have changed the outcome of the game, but. It is what it is. I mean, I guess that's why, you you know, you don't leave the game in the officials' hands, you know. But I don't know. But that was my, two of my main things I wanted to talk to you, you know, calling about. And talk about how many flags there was in the games that I've been watching. Uh, and just asking about if, which I knew, like I said, Georgia was that good. But I just, like I said, I didn't get to watch much of the game. And I just wasn't sure if they was, wasn't was able to move the ball or... Now, one, one quick, did Carson Colts get to play any yesterday or Saturday?
8: No, Lane Hatcher played.
10: Okay, so does that... I'm assuming that that just moved him up to the number two position?
8: Uh, that would be a question you'd have to ask Coach Anderson.
10: Well, you know, I don't see how he... You know, I don't know if he did or... I mean, so how he the, the reality cover, of it is is out. that
8: Carson is a senior, so you know, probably use this as valuable reps for Lane down the road.
10: Right. Now, I, I like I was thinking, so I don't see how Coach Anderson held it together with all the paint that was out there, you know, all the fans. And I, I just think that's pretty awesome that a team that I think, like they pretty much said, didn't even know Coach Anderson or uh, Wendy, that they, you know, are supporting – like Anderson like they did. Uh, uh oh yeah. It was but awesome. that just goes
8: it, it was. It was awesome. I and mean, I
10: guess that just goes to show uh the type of people that they're still in in this world or this country.
8: Yeah, that they they were awesome. very classy. But anyway, very classy.
10: But anyway, I guess I'll let y'all go. Y'all keep up the good work. All
8: Same right. Thanks, buddy. Alright, let's head right back to the back in action hotline and say what up to our man Zach. What up dude?
7: What's going down, wild man?
8: Man, uh, it's it's a it's a Monday. I'm I'm trying to get jammy. I'm trying to my jam this Monday.
7: <laughs> I hear you, man. I'm in the same boat. What's up, Uncle Walls? Wore out. Yeah, you said it, brother. It's definitely Monday. Damn. Anyhow, uh, I got to go with Alo. I'm going to go with the usual suspects on this. At least, uh, uh you got Bama. Clemson, Oklahoma, and then Georgia. I got to go with them. Georgia looked damn tough this weekend, guys. And, and uh, can, can I bring something up? Do y'all, I know it's early, but Jalen Hurts, could y'all see him being a Heisman Trump sure. candidate? I mean, he, yeah. he, he tore UCLA. Oh, up yeah. This
9: weekend. Yeah. I, I, I caught, I caught the, the tail end of it, uh, Saturday. Uh, and, uh, well, I I tell it. I caught the very first of it. Then I had to go to an event. and came back and caught the very end of it. It didn't surprise me on the score. It didn't surprise me what kind of numbers he had because
8: he just he looked awesome. Yeah,
7: three TDs. I think he rushed. What he rush for like
10: 150 yards.
8: Well, he. I, I'm going to tell you. He, I'm going to tell you, I, Zach. He's a man on a mission, and this this system fits him. Fits him perfectly. It's it's why it's why you're gonna see Lincoln Riley continue to get guys that transfer over uh, because that's I mean it, it is very very quarterback friendly. I mean Jalen Hurts 289 yards, three touchdowns through the air, ran 14 times for 150 yards in another TD. I mean <laughs> those are video game type numbers.
7: Yeah, I'd love to. You know, it'd be poetic justice if you got to meet Alabama down the road. And, uh, well, and, it, and, well,
8: it and that happened. very well could, could happen.
7: happen. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, it was, uh, you know, and I agree with what uh, sweet Titer said. That was a great gesture by the Georgia fans, man, with that pink out for windy, like Wendy Anderson over the weekend, you know, grand gesture.
8: Uh, and I'll tell you, I Zach, I will tell you, you know, when we got in the post and, and coach Anderson came in, you know, obviously, uh, as far as media from Arkansas, there was only a couple of us, uh, a few of us. And but so the the media from Georgia obviously wanted to talk about that. They wanted to talk about the pink in the stands and how he was doing. And and I'll tell you, I gotta you know, Coach Anderson is uh, is is one of the best dudes I've ever known in my life. And uh, he's the, he's yeah. the type of dude that if, that if you want to model someone after him, he's that type of guy. Uh, it was all he could do to hold it together in that post game. And he did, um, you know, fresh off of getting beat 55 to nothing. He was accommodating. And, um, you know, it's just I, I don't think people grasp just how hard what he did on Saturday was. Yeah, oh, I
7: agree. And, uh, you know, I love the idea of us playing these uh, powerhouse teams. You know, last year it was Alabama what was it Auburn what one or two years ago I think two. well it's about two years well ago, I mean ago, maybe.
8: just since coach Anderson has been here I mean he, USC, USC yeah. Auburn Tennessee uh Alabama Georgia uh, Missouri I mean, uh, Mizzou, I mean uh, I'm just telling you yeah. it's it, it's it's a who's who and you know got Michigan coming up got Ohio State coming up yep I mean it's yep. uh you know it's a it's a who's who and you know, I'll say this, and and some people might think I'm silly for saying this, but I'm going to tell you that game on Saturday made Arkansas State better.
7: Oh yeah, you can only get better playing against the best. I mean, you know, I mean, you're playing against the what number three ranked team in the country,
8: and and that's arguable. Yeah. I I believe that they are, I, I believe that they are the best team in the country. I thought that before we maybe, ever played them. Maybe. I thought it before the season, and I, I'm telling you. As Coach Anderson said, this team is not going to see anything close to that for the rest of the year. Right, right.
7: Yeah, I agree, man. That was, uh, you know, you can only get better playing against the best. You know what I mean? That's going to get you battle tested for down the road. You know, I love they're not shying away from the powerhouse teams. They want to play them, so hats off to them for that. Uh, as far as the NFL goes, uh, what was a good weekend for my Patriots. They got to shut out themselves against Miami. Ah, uh, their defense looked really good. I'm not. That's not saying a whole lot about Miami, though. But still, uh, and uh, Brown connected on a touchdown pass. It was a good, good, a uh, good a uh, catch. Uh, he fell into the crowd, but uh, once again, another. I've been meaning
8: to ask before. you about that too, Zach. I, I wanted to ask your yeah. opinion because I was talking to Jonathan about it. You know, obviously another Patriots fan. How do you feel about yep. them playing Antonio? Uh,
7: well, until he's proven guilty. I mean, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. You know have you had a chance to, to read those time.
8: those messages?
7: Yeah, he walked up behind a girl. The second, well, yeah, both of them. The second one, where he walks up behind the woman, and he's got a, a hand towel over his genitals, and he's, uh, I think she's painting a mural or something of him. And he's a clown. He's a clown, man. I mean, you know, he's. I saw him on the shop. They showed a preview of him on the Lebron show, the shop right here. I thought, I thought he was drinking a damn glass of milk, but he had a damn <laughs> yellow mustache. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus Christ, is this a milk commercial? No, he he's he, he, that, that was intentionally done.
8: And news so came glad. out this morning that a second woman has now stepped up.
10: Yeah. Well, uh,
8: I my, my curiosity is, and, and, and the reason I'm, I asked you is is I, I think obviously, especially in this stretch of schedule for New England, I don't think that they need him. Yeah. I'm not sure that they need him anyway. But I guess no. the reason I'm asking the reason I'm asking you and I ask Jonathan as fans of the Patriots is: is it, is it more risky to be letting him out there than it would be to say, let's let this thing play itself out and then we'll put you out there? Because, well, because what if it does in fact come out that this is all in fact true? How does it make the Patriots look? I guess that's my question.
7: I don't know. I mean, they, you know what I mean? They're just going, look, you're, you're innocent till proving guilty. I know all that. You know, uh, Bill Cosby, when he was going through all this, all this stuff, you know, he was allowed to go and speak at these different functions and stuff, and after it came out that he, uh, he was guilty, you know, the Cosby show was no longer in syndication, you know, uh, didn't they have some kind of reward for Cosby at some of these functions where he went and spoke, they had the Bill Cosby award or something like that? Mm hmm So, uh, you know, I really don't know, man. I I don't, I don't don't know how to feel about it. Right, you know, and, I'm kind of skeptical a little bit. I mean, some of these women, you know, like I said, right now, I mean, why is it just not coming out? You know, I don't know what to think. I, I, I'm confused myself. I'm confused. Why do you wait? D- go and report it right then and there. Don't sit on it. I think, I think he's a clown. I think he's had some bad relationships in the past. Uh, and I think he's a narcissist, no doubt about that. But I don't know, man. I hate to throw someone on the bus until they've been proven guilty in a court of law. You sure. know what I
3: mean? Sure.
7: But, uh... Anyways, um, I went and saw It, Chapter 2, this weekend, by the way. Okay, what would you think? Saturday. That's a long-ass movie, but I liked it. It was good, man. I I liked it. It was a three-hour movie. Went in there at 9, got out at 12 o'clock on the dot. <laughs> but uh, I thought it was good, man. The first one, first one was still better, but I, I enjoyed it, man. I thought it was good. Awesome. Will that be it. Will that be all of it, It. Or will they make it part three, is it? I guess we'll see.
8: I mean, with the kind of money that it's raking in, I I could see a third part for sure.
7: Yeah, and before I forget, we're having today's special, the wild-eyed southern boy, smoked turkey leg (laughs) with a uh, cup of uh, medieval ale. We're going for a (laughs) medieval-type theme today. Trace is going to dress up like the hound from Game of Thrones, so it's going to be off the hook.
8: So appreciate you brother. Anyway. We got one more call. We're going to try and get hey, in before the top of the hour.
9: Breaking news. Ben
8: Ross Rossberger is out for the year. According to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. All right. Let's head right back to the back in action hotline and say, what up? Got to make it quick. What's happening. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hey,
5: hey, Sorry. JC, Jonathan. Hey buddy. Make it quick. Hey man. Um, I know dude. Uh, Hey, heard what you're saying on AB. Understand that completely. I'm in to put them on the commissioner. Example, if um, you know the Patriot way, we don't need them. I couldn't couldn't agree with more. I mean, they're sitting on an 11 and five schedule all day long, so no issues there whatsoever. Super, super, super impressed with um, with the fans at Georgia over the weekend. I uh, cancer just absolutely sucks. My uh, brother's mother-in-law is going through, um, you know, just a a battle that she's going to lose right now on herself. So, uh, but you know, long weekend. Um, I did have one question for you real quick. <laughs> so after two games through the year, who's your MVP candidate right now in the NFL?
8: Oh, can okay. can I answer that after the top of the break?
5: Yeah. Yeah. Answer it for me. Cause, uh, I, I, I can make
8: an argument for Dak Prescott. No, I, I could, I could see that argument. I could see that argument. I wouldn't take anything away from Dakota Prescott.
5: I know. And this time last year, we would have said that about Ryan Fitzgerald. So I I do understand it's just two games, but Mm -hmm. he is looking like he's worth number one money right now. And uh, and, and,
8: and I'll I'll talk about that too. I, I will talk about that as well.
5: Okay. All right. Thanks, dude.
8: See you, buddy. All right. One hour in the books, one hour to go. we got a lot to talk about. We will talk uh, talk about this uh, A-State Georgia loss. Uh, we'll also, uh, I'll answer his question, who I would have as MVP uh, candidate through, well, what is only two uh, two games at this point. And uh, I'll give you my thoughts on on uh, on Dak as well. But uh, anyway, one hour in the books, one hour to go. RWRC Radio, live from the Unico Bank Studios, right here on 95.3. The ticket's AM 970.
1: Is
5: go push your off. Is crazy baby don't forget that boy told you that. Turn up your
8: disruptive may be just another overused buzzword but disruptions in business like network downtime data loss social media abuse and slow speeds are downright disruptive
0: farmers this is jesse from quality farm supply summer is here and quality farm supply has what you need to keep you and your crops hydrated this summer we have field irrigation parts bush hog blades herbicide and pesticide sprays shop fans and a full line of ice bin brand coolers park the truck and come on
9: in at quality farm supply on industrial drive in jonesboro and in truman on highway 463 quality farm supply northeast arkansas family owned and operated for over 50 years now that's quality
0: quality farm supply now that's quality
8: Come Come see us. Attention members and guests.
6: Out of a tackle inside the 35-30. Marcel Murray's gonna take it to the house.
3: Hey Red Wolves fans, we're excited to see you pack Centennial Bank Stadium for six A-State football games this fall. With activities for the entire family, you're sure to create memories to last a lifetime.
6: Over the middle, and Jerry Jacobs makes a fantastic pick.
3: Reserve your seats today. Visit AstateRedwolves.com/slash tickets or call 870-972-2781. Wolves. Up.
8: at Rhino Car Wash.
9: Hey guys, Uncle Wally here. A few weekends ago, my son and I went to play golf. Halfway through, I felt something pulling my back and my neck. So instead of pulling a tiger, I played through and finished my round of golf. I woke up the next morning in tremendous pain. Couldn't turn my head or lift my arms. Instead of living with the pain, I called Ungerank Chiropractic Center. The next morning, they got me in early, and in two days, my buddy Mike Ungerank had me back to my old self. Don't live in pain. Give them a call. 972-9480. I'm a believer. You become a believer today. Ungerank
2: Chiropractic
8: Oh, a little John Mellencamp, John Cougar Mellencamp, yeah. What's Johnny Mill? I don't. What's the name of this song? Uh, well, it's. (laughs) I often say it has to hurt before it feels good. So Johnny Cougar says it hurts so good. Uh, it's just. I mean, it's the truth. It's the truth. I mean. Yeah, it's like you have to go through the storm to see the sun. I, I mean, it, it's it's the way it is. You can use analogies in life all the time. Yeah. However you want it to. <laughs>
9: we use a lot.
8: Welcome back to the show, Pervy Jackson.
3: I, well, how am not. I didn't say anything.
8: I know you too well. That's the problem. No. You'll be like, oh, I wouldn't even talk about. I
9: am. I am too damn tired today for even my mind to be in the gutter.
8: whoever said it left <laughs> <laughs> you're implying that you left the gutter at some point oh I, I, yeah, I did yeah the other day <laughs> yes, I tell you what I was reading Bible studies <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, was helping,
9: I was helping old lady across the street now' helping yeah good-
8: <laughs> and, and i I am a witness to it uh, yeah. you helped her across the street. To the, to the young lady selling Girl Scout cookies, but then you gave her one big smack on the ass and was like, have a great day. I was like, you were doing so good. You were doing so good. And then you ruined it. Yeah, you're. Uh, it's okay, though. Um, I think that we all are dirty in some kind of way. I think everybody is. I think everybody has weird thoughts.
7: Especially Uncle Walls,
8: eleven oh eight. Hour number two. Oh man, I'm telling you, it's one of them days. I'm just kind of, kind of uh, struggling through, I, man. I, I did not want to get up this morning. I was, I was hurting. I have a massive headache. It's not cooperating with me. But you know what? We're playing hurt today, and we're doing it for you guys and gals out there. That's what we're doing. And for our great sponsors, uh, hour number two here, live from the Unico Bank Studios. 95.3 The Ticket, AM 970. Of course, following us, coming up at 12 o'clock from 12 to 2, uh, The Workday Red Zone with Miss Kara Ritchie, 3 to 6, The Drive with Brad Bobo. Of course, you can kick off your morning each and every morning, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. before we come on with uh, The Front Row with Budro. So uh, check it out. Back in action, Hotline 870 330 0927 MC Express Text Line 870 372 RWRC. That is 7972. And of course, as always, you can reach us all across that bright and very shiny, freshly vacuumed Rhino right Car Wash social media sideline Twitter, Instagram, and the Facebook. Uh, let's see here. Yeah. Uh, Today's Commerce Solutions Hot Topic of the Day. If the college football playoff were to start today, which four teams would you have in? My man Chase Gage chimes in on the Twitter. He says, this is actually really tough. That's why we do it. Uh, He says, number one, Clemson. Number two, SEC winner, Bama, Georgia, or LSU. Number three, Oklahoma. Number four, the Big Ten winner, Ohio State or Wisconsin. He says, too early to pick out of those, in my opinion. Notre Dame might be in the convo, but they don't make my short list just yet. And as I told him, don't worry. Notre Dame will be eliminated after this weekend when UGA blows them out. UGA. Mark it down. Well, have you looked I'm curious. Uh, I want to see if the line is out on that one yet <laughs> uh i, I know Georgia's gonna be favored but by how much that's that is the question uh yeah i don't see it here but i bet we can go to vegas i'll just uh hit my dude up over in vegas but uh anyway uh we don't often do this but we'll do it because for one this is uncle wall's illegitimate son so he gets an extra pass ah. But uh, our man Propane, a.k.a. Sweet Tater, uh, chimed in on the MC Express text line and asked if he could call back in and ask a question. So we're going to let him do it now. So back to the back-in-action hotline, Sweet Tater, part two. What's up, buddy?
10: Hi. Uh, what the news that we only just said about being, being out for the rest of the year made me think of a couple questions. Okay, you know, if, if Mason Rudolph leads his team to you know the playoffs and maybe wins a uh, one of the playoff games, could y'all see them moving on to Mason Rudolph and, you know, saying goodbye to Ben? And hmm. my other question is, now, now I'm not sure, I, I think the uh, running back that I'm thinking about is Melvin Gordon. Mm-hmm. He's the one that's got the uh, his holding out right now, right? Yeah, for
8: the Chargers.
10: Okay. Now, James Conner, he went out as he well with a knee injury. He did. Now, could you see them kind of go after
8: Melvin Gordon? You know, here's the. I think here's the question. The, the The question in that front office for the Steelers this morning is, okay, how much belief do we have in Mason? That's one. And do we feel like he can be enough to lead us to the playoffs that we need to think about giving up some draft capital to make a move for Melvin Gordon to help take care of the blow that, James Conner going out has now brought to us. Because you, and, in one week, have now lost your starting quarterback and your starting running back.
10: And, and I would have brought it up in my first phone call, but I didn't know. If, you know, I know he got – they both got injured, but I didn't know there was season – and I don't even know about Conner being a season-ending injury. But, you know – Right now,
8: it's not season-ending, but I bet he misses some time. Uh, You know, I think what you're going to end up seeing, too, with the Steelers, Benny Snell, I like Benny Snell from Kentucky. He's probably going to get some more carries. Jalen Samuels will get more carries now. But the question that I had, uh, propane, went back a couple weeks. I didn't understand why the Steelers traded Josh Dobbs when they did.
10: Well, that's a question above my head. I don't
8: know that either. I I didn't Uh, understand that when they did that. When they traded him to the Jaguars, uh, when Nick Foles went down, I was like, okay, why would you trade the only backup you have with any play under their belt in Josh Dobbs, and now you're sitting with Mason Rudolph? I mean, the Steelers are going to be in the market for another quarterback regardless. They're going to have to get another body in there. Right, well...
10: Oh, Hanson, he's just sitting back doing nothing
8: right now, isn't he? That is correct.
10: Well, there you go. But as far as y'all's question of the day, I I would say Clemson, Georgia, Alabama, and Ohio State.
8: Clemson, Georgia, Alabama, and Ohio State. Okay. Okay. That's not bad. That's not bad. The only thing that I'm going to have is I'm going to have a hard time Putting for sure two SEC teams in because we all know it's kind of when it happens, you know it's when the losses happen, and so that's going to be what what I have to kind of evaluate.
10: Yeah, but you know if Alabama loses just one game, they're going to be in. Regardless, I mean, that, well, that's my personal opinion.
8: Of course, it depends how they lose. Uh, I mean,
10: because. In my opinion, I think the one game that they may lose is probably against Georgia. And, but, man, I'll let y'all go. That was I just wanted y'all's take on that about uh, Rudolph and possibly trying to get Melvin Gordon. Thanks for taking my call again. See you, buddy.
8: Yeah, man. Uh, Steelers are in a bad spot right now. Mm, bad, mm. bad spot right now. Um, and he asked me, you know, if Mason Rudolph comes in and leads them to the promised land, how many times have we seen that? Well, I mean, you look at
9: the Eagles well, the past couple of years.
8: I mean, and think about think about I don't know Kurt Warner. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean Trent Green goes down. That's it for him. Yeah, I mean it happens all the time. Sometimes for a NFL franchise, the decision is made for them. Mm-hmm. You know, if Mason Rudolph comes in, and next thing you know. You know, they're not skipping a beat offensively. Luckily for Rudolph, he's got a guy like Juju Smith-Schuster to throw to, uh, along with James Washington, who he knows really well, too. Well, the other
9: thing, too, is you have to ask the question. It's like he's toyed with this before. You know, he's been pulling a Brett Favre, but, you know, will Big Ben say, uh, you know, or will the the Steelers make that decision for him?
8: Yes. All right, I got to touch on this. (laughs) Uh, shout out to my man shout out to my man Jonathan watching us uh online on Facebook uh okay he asked me who I would have through these first two weeks as the MVP uh in the uh in the NFL you would have to consider Dak Mm -hmm. you would have to consider it he's looked really well through first two games but I I'm gonna just say it like this and and I'm I mean, I enjoy watching this dude play, but I wouldn't say I'm, I'm necessarily a fan at this point or anything like that. But right now through two weeks, it'd be hard to pick anybody not named Patrick Mahomes again. Yeah. Um, that second quarter outburst that he had yesterday, <laughs> he threw almost 300 yards and four touchdowns in one quarter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a little hard to overlook. Uh, he's been really, really good. Uh, Dak has been really, really good. Um he's led that offense and he looks really really comfortable. He looks uh, I watched that game yesterday. He looked really really comfortable. Um now before anybody freaks out I they haven't played really good teams through the first two weeks. Right. Um Washington is not bad, but they have a ton of injuries right now. Mm-hmm. They they're missing a lot on that side of the ball. And so I want to reserve my opinion of the Cowboys until they actually play somebody. Um, you know they've done what they're supposed to do the, for the first two weeks. They were favored and should have beat those teams and did. So I want to pump the brakes a little bit on that. Um, so you know it, it's it's hard to say this early uh, who I would have as MVP because well it's it's only two weeks. But if you if you made me pick right now, I'd say Pat Mahomes. I'd say Pat Mahomes right now if you ask me, but but Dak has looked good. I give him credit. He don't look forty million dollars good. Dak. But he looks cred he looks he looks pretty credible right now. So uh so anyway. Uh let's see. Let me try to uh let's see. Uh our man Zach chimes in. Rambo, Last Blood, or Hustlers? Which one should I go see next? A seventy-three-year-old Stallone waging war on a Mexican drug cartel, or J.Lo on on the pole. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that one up to you, man. I'm looking forward to that new Rambo, though. I, I am looking forward to that. But uh, but anyway, all right. Uh, let's see. It's eleven nineteen. We haven't talked a whole lot uh, about this A-State loss to to Georgia. You know, I can I can sum it up pretty quick. Um, I'm not going to frou through it up. There's no way to do that. I'm just going to tell you, Georgia's that much better than Arkansas State. Arkansas State is a long way away from being able to compete against top five talent. Right. Uh, Georgia, Georgia proved that. BAM proved that a year ago. Um, if you ask me, the thing I was most disappointed in is the lack of competitiveness. I, I thought that you could certainly put up a better fight than that. I will say that. But I'm going to tell you George is that good. Yeah. George is going to make a lot of good teams look really bad. And and it's it's the truth because they're getting better and better as the weeks go on. And that's what teams are supposed to do. Uh head coach Kirby Smart even said that after that A State game. He said you can say what you will about the score, but I'm just going to tell you this is the best that we've played yet this year. They're loaded. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. They are loaded, and and that's the reason I had them as the number one team in the country is the depth that they bring to the table. Well, you were talking about the
9: defense earlier, and, and that's the thing that really stuck out to me is just, you know, the, the size and the speed they have on defense. And the thing is, you know as well as I do, uh, you know, playing in the SEC is, is a battle every week anyway, but especially when you go on the road. But, you know, but you know the old saying, defense always travels – and, and and Georgia has a really good defense. So if when they travel on the road, and if Fromm's having a bad game or the offense is not clicking, it, you know if if they can kind of keep it close, the defense will win the game for them because that defense, like you said, you know, you, you my dad used to say this. You talk to any coach, you know, if you got a really good defense, defense always travels.
8: Well, they had nine different people carry the football. Thirteen different players catch a football. Mm-hmm. Um, they played three quarterbacks. Their backup quarterback was nine of ten. Yeah, uh, for 109 yards. Uh, Jake Fromm looked really, really efficient. He did. Uh, He had five incompletions, but he looked really good. 279 yards, three touchdowns. You know, uh, and I'll I'll tell you, looking at Logan Bonner, I I thought, I, I thought if you look at his stats, 20 of 35, 124 yards, I thought he played really well. I mean, the stats don't show it, but I thought he got the ball out to where it needed to be. Now, did he miss some throws? Yes, but every quarterback misses some throws. He missed some throws, but he took a beating back there, too. He did. He took a beating. Those those dudes were, were laying the lumber, and he took a beating and got back up and kept rolling. Lane Hatcher comes in. He's three of five, 53 yards and a pick. Uh, you know, he he looked good for what it was. That's going to be a good experience for Lane Hatcher uh, down the road. But Arkansas State, of course, without the services of Marcel Murray, your number one running back, without the services of Dahu Green, Mm -hmm. one of your most talented receivers, you need to be at full strength, play the most perfect game ever, and they're going to have to make mistakes to even be close. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. Uh, The Georgia Bulldogs are undoubtedly – One of the best in the country, if not the best team in the country, in my opinion. And uh, they showed how much better they were than Arkansas State. It was a mismatch, period. Plain and simple. There's no other way for me to say it. It was a mismatch. But I'm going to tell you right now that I could look right now, Walls, and I'll just just pull this up here. There's about... mm, Five to maybe six teams in the country that can compete with Georgia, mm-hmm. and when I say compete, I'm not saying beat them. Can can compete and keep it respectable. Five to six teams in the entire country that can do that.
9: Well, you look at the. SEC. If you
8: ask me, what teams could beat them, I'd say that that's maybe two or three yeah. that would have any shot at beating.
9: Well, them. If you look at that side of of the division, the SEC East. Uh, I mean, you know, you think, well, Florida? Uh, no team in the
8: East is going uh, to beat the Georgia South Bulldogs. Carolina. Mm-hmm. No team in the East is going to beat Georgia.
9: So that's why I was saying it's, it's you know, the, the, on that side of that division, uh, if they just take care of business, you know, they'll be okay. Now, it's those other games. You know, you know Georgia and Auburn always plays. You know, that's the oldest rivalry in the SEC. And and you know Georgia and Auburn's going to play. And you know as well as I do, when, when they play Auburn, guess who is going to really get that team fired up and ready to play that game? That's old Gus.
8: Well, I think they'll make a huge statement this weekend with College Game Day in the house in Athens. They'll make a huge statement against Notre Dame. Then they're at Tennessee. Hmm. Mm. Mm. Home against South Carolina, just don't see it. Home against Kentucky, Kentucky's a pretty good team. Home against Florida, see, are you hearing what I'm saying? Home, 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 home. Home against Mizzou after that. So you look, and... If you look at Georgia, they're home, let's see, the seven
9: of the next eight games. The Florida game, that, no, that's that's in Jacksonville. Right. But it's still does, it's not going to matter because they're, they're on a different level than Florida is.
8: Because they got A&M at home, too. Ooh. They're at Auburn. Yeah. But when you look at that schedule, I, I'm just telling you, they're one of the best teams I've ever seen. And... Uh, I thought that Bama was really good last year. I think they're better than that Bama team last year. I agree year with you. That was runner up to I Clemson. I agree with you. Let's head to the back in action hotline and say what's happening.
4: What's up, guys? Chuck,
8: what's up, buddy?
4: Not much, man. What's going on with y'all fellas today?
8: Man, we're trying to we're trying to kick this Monday right in the face because uh, we got a little case of the Mondays. But we're gonna be all right.
4: Yeah, yeah, it is. Hey, I called about on propane mark, man. It don't matter who the Steelers put in there, man. They still gonna be terrible.
8: <laughs> oh boy. Hey, let me
4: call y'all back. Here's my boss chip coming right. in, guys.
8: <laughs> he said, I gotta go. There's the boss. Uh well don't let us get you fired on a Monday. Golly, hmm. if you get fired, you wanna get fired on a Friday, right? Yeah. If you want to get fired, which most people do not. But, but no, man, I want to give credit to, to Georgia. They're, they're very, very good, man. They're, what do you say? I mean, I'm telling you, they're, they're going to blow out everybody they play. There's only going to be a handful of teams that they play that can keep it close. And, I, and I'm telling you, I think that numbers five or six teams in the whole country. I think there's only two to three teams in the country that can actually beat them. And they're still going to have to play pretty flawless to beat that team. The reason why I'm so confident in Georgia is the depth that they have. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of depth. See, while you look at what Clemson lost a year ago, you look at what Bama lost a year ago, Georgia didn't lose near as much. Mm -mm. They didn't lose near as much. That freshman wide receiver they got, George Pickens, is a stud. Yeah, He is a stud. And uh, DeAndre Swift is a Heisman Trophy candidate. Hell, Jake Fromm's going to be a Heisman Trophy candidate if he throws the football enough. Mm -hmm. The problem is you can rely on that running back core that they got for 300 yards a game. He doesn't have to throw the football. So his stats probably aren't going to be big enough to be a Heisman Trophy candidate because he can turn around and hand that ball to number seven. And that dude is electric. Is. Let me tell you, I got to see him face-to-face a few times on the sideline. That dude is electric. So, uh, okay, I guess Chuck can, uh, can talk right now. I guess his boss is, uh, is, is out of the picture. What's up, buddy? Welcome back.
4: No problem. Sorry about that, fellas. That's all right. I apologize for that. Uh, but anyway, back to what I was saying. The Steelers this year, man, they just ain't – I don't know, dude. They look terrible. And, Mark, I'm sorry, but I just don't think there's any help for him this year.
8: Well, you lose your, your starting yeah. quarterback for the entire season. We'll see how long James Conner is out. So, that's a bad start in itself.
4: Right. Right. And, you know, Big Ben probably won't come back after this season, man. I mean, he's contemplated uh, retirement several times now. Yeah. Yes, I, I he think has. I he might be done.
9: Yes, he has. And so, you know. You know, and, and I think, the, uh, you know, the thing is, if if uh, at the end of the season, you know, depending on how well he recovers, I mean, you know, he's going to take a long, long, hard look and say, well, do I want to come back and, and give it another try or not? And and and, and that's the thing is that, um, you know, the Steelers are, 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 are kind of, I say that kind of they are in the same situation as the Packers were with far. it's either – are you are you not? And after a while you're tired of playing that game and, and it's like, okay, we gotta move on, you know. because uh, we can Right we, and we can sit here and keep playing this game.
4: You know, and after you get so old your body just don't heal as well as you want it to, you it's, know. Exactly. So and now what's the question of the day?
8: Well, and I already know I can, I can answer one of them for you, but uh, through uh, through these three weeks, if you had to, uh, if the college football playoff started today, which four teams would you have in? Go ahead, tell me the other three, because I already know you'd have Ohio State in.
4: Yeah, my heart <laughs> would have them in, but, man, I feel I'm not so yet on this year's team. I mean, they look great. Saturday, they've looked great all three games. But, but, we ain't played anybody yet, you know. So, I'm not sold on them just yet. I mean, but I would definitely have Georgia in. I think Alabama's out this year. You know, I really do. Uh, Clemson, they're in. I mean, they ain't got nobody left.
8: They're in by default.
4: Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, I see uh, Oklahoma definitely get in if they can keep Jalen healthy, man. If he runs 150 yards a game, I just, I don't know, man. I don't know if anybody can hold up to the hit that he's going to take running the ball. You know, as far as the passer, he has gotten better. I can see them in. And... Like I said, oh, I'll say for sure, but I'm not sold on them yet because I don't know who the fourteen would be just yet. We ain't got into conference play, you know. I don't think uh, the the polls right now really matter until about the middle of October. That's when you see what you got. And I'm like y'all. I think Georgia's going to kill Notre Dame this weekend.
8: I think I think so too, man. That that team speed and man when I stood on the field level and looked at that offensive line of Georgia, I was like, Holy hell. You know, when when they're making dudes like Forrest Merrill and William Bradley King and K T look small, I'm like, that's an offensive line. I mean their offensive line was gigantic.
4: Yeah. And you know, man, I watched a little bit of the Georgia and A State game there Saturday. I flipped back and forth. I mean, I kudos to Georgia, man. You know, really kudos to them for what they did. You know, uh, there were a lot more pink there than I thought there would be. But, you know, because they had the pink out game against Kentucky this year. But kudos to them. And they, they, I don't know. I wasn't there to A-State look as bad as the score showed or
8: no man uh i talked about that earlier chuck it, the, the weird thing and, and and i'll tell you most post games that i walk into especially on the road against power five top 10 opponents you know i, I can typically go well we did this bad we did this bad you know we threw two picks we did i, I couldn't even do that in the post game you know, the only the only turnover that Arkansas State had was when they put backup quarterback Lane Hatcher in and he threw uh an interception into zone coverage in the end zone. And that yeah. that's the only that's the only turnover Arkansas State had and at the time the game was over. You know, they were just getting him some reps and so they didn't even turn the ball over. That The thing that I think that I took away that Arkansas State has to improve upon after this past weekend is they've got to tackle better. There was a number of times that they had Georgia tackled in the backfield and didn't wrap up, and they got away and turned it into huge plays. Well, those could have been drive stoppers. And, you know, just like we always say, just like a year ago, the mistakes we made against Bama, they capitalized on every single one of them. Well, that's what Georgia did, too. You make any mistakes, and they're going to make you pay. And that's exactly what happened. Arkansas State was just outmatched, plain and simple.
4: Well, we knew that coming in, man. I mean, you know, we really did. Georgia is an elite team, you know. But, I, I mean, I you know. But, yeah, like I said, I didn't watch the whole game. What I seen, it looked like they were trying to be competitive, you know. But I just it's one of the – an on-field opinion. Maybe I was seeing things something different than everybody else. We were just
8: clearly outmatched, plain and simple. I, I really didn't think that A-State played bad. Um, they just had more horses – you know, uh, they did. You right. know, their 11, They're living against A-State's 11 wasn't, wasn't, uh, wasn't an equal matchup. It's just the way it is.
4: I'm going to say, man, this Georgia team that Smart's got this year, they look better than the last two he had. I mean, they look like a great on defense. They look like a unstoppable on offense, you know, uh, I think they better be worried this year.
8: Well, and, and you know, I, I told this to some people when I was in Georgia over the weekend, you know, Kirby Smart built that program to look like Bama. And he's, he's done it. I mean, he's done it. He, yeah. he might be more Bama than Bama right now this season. Um, I think that they're yeah. a better team than Bama. Uh, they're just – and it's wow. just a process of the fact that Bama lost a lot. Like, everybody always thinks they reload, and they do. But it does eventually catch up with you, especially when you're a team like Georgia that returns more than them. And so I, I think oh. that Georgia is better than them purely based on the depth that they have and the the amount of uh, experience that they have returning.
4: From what I've seen this year ran out of Georgia, Alabama, and I'm even going to throw LSU in there, that Georgia's number one, then I think it'd be LSU. Now the SEC, and then Alabama. Alabama just don't impress me that much, as you, you know. I mean, look at LSU when they went to Texas. I mean, Texas is not a bad ball game, uh, ball team. Oh no, you know. And they just went down there and d- flexed their wheel and did what they wanted to do, you know. Mm-hmm. And Georgia just like what I seen Saturday, man. And it may be a different story against Notre Dame, but I, I just I can see them going up fifty-five on Notre Dame.
8: Well, and Notre Dame right oh, now is the number seven team in the country. They struggled against Louisville in Week One. Yeah, you know they struggled against Louisville. They looked good against New Mexico. Okay, it it was New Mexico. So let's let's take that let's take that in consideration. I'm telling you right now that. Georgia will show everybody how real they are on Saturday, but they're also going to show what a pretender that Notre Dame is.
4: And, you know, I think Georgia's number one team in the nation right now. I didn't even put them above Clemson.
8: Well, I had them as number one coming into the season just because I follow I, I try to follow these teams as much as I can. I try to pay attention to their depth. I try to pay attention to what they return. And, you know, everybody forgets that Clemson and Bama, while they're as great as they are, they lost a lot last year. Just just look at the NFL draft. I'm a big draft nerd, and, and you look at the amount of players that those guys put into the draft a year ago. I, I'm telling you. Georgia has the edge on both teams in regards to the depth that they have, and um, you know Clemson. Clemson is a lock. There, I'm I'm telling you right now, Clemson is a lock for the college football playoff. They're a lock. Put them in. They're in. Yeah. Yeah, but
4: look where they play, though, man. That's, uh, that's exactly it's what I'm saying, though. Like that,
8: that's why I'm saying it. They're going to be in there by default. There isn't another team on their schedule that, they, that they're that they not going to be favored against. They're going to be favored and favored big for the remainder of their schedule, even the ACC championship game. They're going to be favored big time. There's not a game on their, right. on their schedule remaining. Even if somebody like Trevor Lawrence went down, they're still going to be favored. Because defensively and oh, what they yeah. bring to the table, they're still going to be. So put Clemson <laughs> in. There's going to be – they're playing – everybody else is playing for three spots in the college football playoff.
4: Oh, I agree with you. Well, you
8: gentlemen have a great – I think we just, we just, lost, just lost Chuck. Lost. We, we, we got the gentlemen have a great but, – uh, but anyway. All right, let's hit this final break. We'll come back and wrap up today's show. With a little education for you, a little uh, a little five random facts on this Monday. Brought to you by Orville's Men's Store. We will have uh, By the Numbers. Brought to you by United Pawn Brokers of Jonesboro. And Damn Man Really. Brought to you by Stadium, Auto Body. All that's next. RWRC Radio live from the Unico Bank Studios right here on 95.3. The tickets, 8 a.m. 970. Barn Hills Country Buffet next to Hastings and Old Navy in the Caraway Plaza. There's a reason why Barn Hills has been serving folks for generations now. Great food at a great price. Barn Hills Country Buffet.
6: At Unico Bank, it's not about the big buildings, where our name is, or who we are. It's about you. Now and tomorrow. Do you feel like you have lost that personal relationship with your banker? Do you feel like your banker has put their agenda before yours? If you do and you need help, Please come see one of our team members at Unico Bank. I'm willing to bet, when you leave one of our branches, you'll be glad you came to see us.
5: Unico Bank,
2: member FDIC, an equal housing lender,
5: investing in you. Come see us. At Calmer Solutions, we take care of technology so you can take care of business. We provide tech services in key areas such as cyber, logical and physical security, help desk, strategic planning, and operations management. Whether you're a new business needing assistance in planning a network, an established business needing to augment your existing IT department, or you're in need of a complete IT solution, call Calmer Solutions today at 870-336-2169. Breaks
3: out of attack tackle inside
6: the 3530. Marcel Murray's going to take it to the
3: house. Hey, Red Wolves fans. We're excited to see you pack Centennial Bank Stadium for six A-State football games this fall. With activities for the entire family, you're sure to create memories to last a lifetime.
6: Over the middle, and Jerry Jacobs makes a fantastic pick.
3: Reserve your seats today. Visit astateredwolves.com slash tickets or call 870-972-2781. Wolves Attention members and guests.
8: Oh Yeah. Back in Action 250 Southwest Drive. Give them a call today, 870-802-Well. That's 870-802-9355. Or check them out on the web, Back in Action of
2: 2612 East Nettleton just off Red Wolf Boulevard next to Steamroller Blues or shop online at MS.com. Like us on Facebook and follow Orville's on Instagram.
8: This segment is brought to you by United Pawn Brokers. 701 South G Street. Owners Dale and Amy Barber buy and sell new and used firearms ammo and accessories, tools, electronics, guitars, jewelry, and pay top dollar for your gold and silver. United Pawn Brokers, the best little pawn shop in town. Oh, the Pav is rocking. Uncle Walls with the butterfly collar. Yeah. The
9: the fuchsia polyester pants. Yeah, and penny loafers with no socks.
8: And they smell delightful. <laughs> and he has that ground beef popping out the collar. Well I got about a you know a couple of gallons of Stetson cologne all over me. Mm. And that was the only thing all over you. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. we got to make this thing quick, fast, and in a hurry. RWRC Radio here in the Unico Bank Studios. Updated look at today's commerce Solutions Hot Topic of the Day. If the college football playoff were to start today, which four teams would you have in? Uh, my man Trachis chimes in on Facebook on the Randall Car Wash social media sideline. He said Oklahoma number one, Ohio State number two, Bama three, Clemson four, Georgia outside looking in. I respectfully disagree with that. Uh, Georgia is Georgia is definitely in that top four. However you want to put them, they're in that top four. But anyway, we got to make it quick, fast, and in a hurry. But uh, we, we said we'd make this happen for him. Let's head to the back in action hotline and welcome the wild-eyed southern boy with a quick phone call. What up, dude? What's going on today, guys? Well, you know, just uh, talking to you, wild man. I tell you what, man, all these people out there talking about
6: that Rams-Saints games. Get over it, guys. I mean, bad cause, no cause. We got to play again. We won again. Give them seven points. Who carries. We still beat them like 27 to 16. But it was all good. I got to, I got to win, and that's all that matters. Rams With, 2-0. Without, without Drew Brees, season, buddy. I without bullshit. Drew Brees. Oh, Lord. Let's pick up some more stuff. They didn't have the right water boys. out. Oh, man, the women weren't cheering good enough. The Rams won. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say.
8: Did you call them the Rams?
6: Uh, I got some. The Rams. I call them Rams. <laughs> yep, that's it. <laughs> but, man, it's uh, good to talk to you all again. Hello, everybody out there, man. You're listening. To Red Wolf Road Call with me on there today, and it's always a pleasure to get to get on here and talk and, and uh, pick on everybody. But if you got one of them $100 bills in your back pocket, you want to lose it, I'll go against Georgia not being there. They will be there in the Final Four. Alabama will be there. Clemson will be there. And Oklahoma don't get there. I, I don't know what's happened because I love Hurts watching him. And I will bring my water boys from Balls to get them two to play against each other because I like to see Hurts put a, put a whooping on Alabama one year with Hurts being done the first year. And away from them, I like to see him come out there and just win that whole freaking game.
8: Hmm. <laughs> all right, buddy. Anything else on your mind before we let you go?
6: No, man. I just uh, I like this. I like this uh, baseball plan right now. We still two first place. Yeah, the Cubs are still behind us, but Milwaukee's playing some baseball right now. I know they come to St. Louis, and I was up all weekend in, in Missouri. And I tell you what, I didn't get to one game, but I was close enough to get there. But had other things going on, and all we talked about was the Cardinals and the Blues hockey. With all my 106 cousins and uncles and aunts. So we just uh, it was one of them things, man. St. Louis is rolling. We lost—we lost, uh, we lost uh, too many out of six games, but we're still up on top, and we got 13 games to go. In seven with the almighty Chicago Cubs.
4: Get ready, boy!
6: At least win four. I'm ready to do about four out of seven of those games. So get ready, I mean, Washington. I'm ready. That's all I got to say, brother. I'm telling you right now. I got, the, I got the cash already being counted in my back pocket. I got them 125 out of bets out there, and I'm waiting to count them in my pocket.
8: All right, buddy. We'll let you go, man. You be safe out there and enjoy your yeah, lunch. I
6: love all you guys out there. Yes, sir. J.C. and Walls, you my favorite, and I listen see you each and every day. Go Red Wolf, Road call. All you callers, have a great day. Get I'm out. out of here. See you,
8: buddy. Oh, the wild-eyed Southern boy. We told him we'd (laughs) fed him in. He got lunch early today so he could call. We'll have to talk baseball tomorrow
9: because we got to get a lot of stuff in here.
8: (sighs) Cubs put up 47 runs in three games. But it was the Pirates. So take it for that All right, let's get ready to roll Right into uh, 5 Random Facts On this Monday Of course, as always It is brought to you by Orville's Men's Store
2: Shop Orville's Show off your stash We won't rest Until every man is well dressed At Orville's, the store for men On Nettleton next to Steamroller Blues Exclusive brands for Jonesboro And all of Northeast Arkansas Johnny O, Southern Tide Johnston and Murphy, Sachs, Strong Suit, Onward Reserve, and so much more. Outstanding high-end quality clothing at a great price. We truly want you to look good Or shop online at Orville'sMS.com. Like us on Facebook and follow Orville's on Instagram. All right, it is time for five random facts on this
8: Monday. Brought to you by Orville's Men's Store, where gift cards are always available. And you can shop online at Orville'sMS.com. Number five. Numero cinco. Before Jim Jones became a cult leader, Walls. Mm-hmm. And eventually led more than 900 people to their deaths. Do you know what he did before that? He was a manager over there at McDonald's. No, no. McDonald's didn't want him. Ah. Mm -mm. No, you're going to love this. You couldn't come up with it if I gave you a million guesses. Jim Jones, before being a cult leader,
9: well, he was the next in line to take uh, Jim Ross, not Jim Ross. Bob Ross place on the painting show on Two different
8: things. <laughs> two, two different. <laughs>
9: Bob Ross.,
8: uh, He worked as a door-to-door pet monkey salesman in Indiana. <laughs> pet my monkey. Uh, uh, no, ma'am, no ma'am, I'm saying I will sell you a pet monkey. I didn't say pet my monkey. That's not what I. You pet your own monkey, because when you start getting into unwanted monkey petting, that's a problem. So don't don't come petting my monkey unless I tell you you can. You, you want to touch my monkey? And a banana. Number four. (laughs)
9: Number cuatro. Random
8: fact on this Monday brought to you by Orville's Men's Store. Where, hey, listen, just when you thought it was okay to start packing away those shorts and those polos and those short sleeve t-shirts and uh, flip-flops, uh-uh, lake, river, pool season is hanging around, and Orville's has you covered. Go by, check them out, uh, and uh, let them know. RWRC Radio sent you. Stop it, my monkey. The number four random fact on this Monday, Walls, the only state you can type with one row of keys on the keyboard is... Ohio. No. Iowa. And now that I look at my keyboard, I see it, plain as day. uh uh-uh. Connecticut. It makes sense that you're picking the short ones, but then you go with Connecticut. Yeah. Uh, no, the only state you can type with one row of keys on the keyboard is... Alaska. Alaska, yes, and number three, random fact, on this Monday, brought to you by Orville's Men's Store Shop, Orville's, show off your stash and rent a tux while you're at it, Mm. go in, get sized today, they can have it back in the store and ready for you by tomorrow, Skype's name is a shortened version of its a original name. Do you know what Skype's original name was, Walsh? Uh, don't have a clue. Sky peer-to-peer. The people who created it originally wanted to shorten it to Skyper, but the domain was already taken. Ah. So they called it Skype instead. Gotcha. Skyper. Skyper no Skyping. Number two. No, no dust. Random fact. On this Monday, does. brought to you by Orville's Men's Store. Shop Orville Show off your stash. Of course, home to such great, great name brands as David Donahue, Southern Tide, Rod and Gun, and more. Shop Orville's Men's Store today. And remember, if you shop online, free shipping. That's right. To your door. Yes. Number two random fact. Louis Armstrong Walls is the oldest person to have a number one single. Mm -hmm. He was almost 63 years old when Hello Dolly hit number one on the Billboard charts in May of 1964. Hmm. The oldest person to have a number one single, Louis Armstrong. Hmm. Last, but certainly not least, the number one random fact on this Monday brought to you by Orville's Men's Store Shop Orville's. Today, whether you're looking for casual, business, business casual. They can dress you from head to toe and, of course, can accent your outfit as well with a Citizen's Watch. How about that? They've also got great gift ideas. They've got beard grooming kits. They've got wallets. They've got koozies and more. Shop Orville's today. On Alicia Keys' debut album, Songs in a Minor, in A Minor, excuse me, only two of the 16 songs are actually in A Minor. She may have picked the title because she... (laughs) Uh, no, I'm not going to read what that says there. But, yeah, so a little bit of irony there. Songs in A minor. Only two of the 16 songs are actually in A minor. Hmm. So there you go. That is your five random facts on this Monday. Brought to you by Orville's Men's Store. Shop Orville's. Show off your stash. Let's roll right into By the Numbers Walls, By the Numbers, brought to you by United Pawn Brokers of Jonesboro, located right there on G Street, across the street from Sonic. Go see Dale, Amy, and the gang and shop their great, great, clean, family-friendly environment and uh, maybe, uh, I don't know, pick you up a new Glock today. Let them know we sent you.
1: Come to United Pawn Brokers on G Street across from Sonic. You'll find what you're looking for at the guaranteed lowest price. United Pawn Brokers on G Street across from Sonic. Red Wolf
7: Roll Call Radio Network. Time now for Buy the Numbers. Buy the Numbers is exhibition, not competition. Please, no wagering. If you do have a gambling problem, call
0: 1-800-BETS-OFF.
9: All righty, from the home office in Decatur, Alabama, this is today's Buy the Numbers. In case, if you're like at a dinner party tonight, or a cocktail party, this will make great conversation. For the season so far, there are three games in with Arkansas State football. We have had, so far, four turnovers and 17 penalties. Now, let's break this down. Game one against SMU, three turnovers, 11 penalties. Since that time, one turnover, six penalties.
8: Wow, and that's playing against Georgia. Yeah. One turnover and six penalties over the last two games. That's impressive. That's impressive. And, well, one and one Mm -hmm. over that time. There you go. By the numbers brought to you by United Pawn Brokers of Jonesboro. Hey, new and pre-owned firearms, tools, music instruments, flat screen TVs, electronics, gaming systems, and more. That's United Pawn Brokers of Jonesboro. All right, uh, we're going to roll right into Walls, this lovely, lovely DMR, as we wrap up this My Jam Monday day, and uh, we'll get ready uh, for tomorrow as uh, we will be at J- J-Town's Grill from 10 to 12, and, of course, that $5 lunch special will be going on from 11 to 4, so get ready to join us. So uh, oh, here you go, Walls. Time for a little Damn Man Really brought to you by Stadium Auto Body. All right, Walls, today's DMR, this is totally millennials. Okay. This is definitely a millennial damn man, really. A 22-year-old guy named Eric Villasenor. Eric Villasenor in Salmer, California, lives with his parents. 22, lives Mm. with his parents. Mm. Got roped into going to the Los Angeles County Fair with them this past weekend. He really did not want to go. So on Friday, Walls, this is how this millennial... Eric gets out of trying to go to the L.A. County Fair with his parents. Okay. On Friday, he sent an email to the fair saying, "Quote: I was told that someone was planning on doing a mass shooting on Sunday at the fairground. <laughs> the police and FBI traced the email to him within hours. Fortunately, it really was a hoax, but he was still arrested for making a false threat. And the police say they'll be looking for Eric to reimburse them for the cost of the investigation that surrounded this fake threat to 22-year-old Eric Villasenor of Salmer, California. Damn, man. Really? Totally, totally uh, a lovely uh, story there for you.
9: Get out of the basement.
8: There you go. All right. We got to get up out of here. For Uncle Walls, I'm JC. I'll leave you like I do each and every day. And uh, if you're going to do it, do it right. And if you do it right, do it twice. Y'all take care. God bless. Join us at J-Towns tomorrow. Walls. Goodbye
6: the top flight security of the world, Craig. Hallelujah,
2: belong to other men
3: Cause each time I got close They fall apart again
2: I feared my heart would be in 16 I faced the nights alone Oh, how could I all my life, I only needed you. Oh, almost paradise. When I get on heaven's door,
5: almost paradise.
0: Since day one of Red Wolf Roll Call, we have had one official barber. One